This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How did I miss that? Huh. I actually forgot that it's the hump show, that it's the middle show of the work week. I think I'm a little bit upside down, and that typically happens during Super Bowl week, even though we're not doing the same mad blitz with interviews that we have done in the past. Uh, as I start decade number two of Super Bowls on CBS Sports Radio, uh, we obviously are trying a few different ideas, some some fresh and fun content. So far, we have done three videos. The third one has yet to be posted. You'll find it on Twitter within the hour after our CBS. So if you missed the original Super 6, the Super 6 OG, it's a Super Bowl edition of Ask Amy Anything. It's on our YouTube channel. Named after the show, we're seeing a lot of traffic there. And thank you for giving producer Jay an early birthday gift by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Man, he has promised to eat an entire bowl of broccoli, just straight broccoli, if if and when we get to 4,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And just take my word for it, right now he's eating his Snickers. He needs to eat broccoli. It might be only the second helping of vegetables he's had in the last 12 months. So he needs to eat some broccoli. I'm just, I'm asking you. Every now and then I managed to convince him that one blueberry would be good for him, but he needs the broccoli. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out our Super Bowl edition featuring your fun Super Bowl questions on that latest after, it, well, it's Ask Amy Anything, but it was after hours. We recorded it after hours, after hours. <laughs> then on our Facebook page, for those of you who do not follow us on Facebook, you can Google it. My mom did. Uh, and it is the second episode in our Super 6 series, which deals with snoozers. Oh, also, the two quarterbacks of the upcoming Super Bowl make a cameo in that uh, I just I don't think it's because this game's going to be a snoozer. And then pretty soon you will get our 
Twitter video, which is shorter, right? Because Twitter only lasts about two minutes and 20 seconds. And this Super 6 episode is about halftime shows. And again, Jay was doing some fun elements, some fun uh, computer graphics, but also we have an NFL MVP who makes a cameo. So that's going to be on Twitter soon. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, you can find us after our CBS, or you can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. We're glad to have you with us here on this hump show. The big story, of course, LeBron James becomes the NBA's all time scoring leader with 38. 38- 1,390 points. Uh, I dare say he's headed for 40,000, but that will be somewhere down the road. We got to get our focus back on football, at least for just a little bit, right? To, to give us a bit of a break. So had a chance to catch up with Rodney McLeod, a longtime NFL safety. He played for the Eagles when they won their only Super Bowl in franchise history. And now has spent a year with the Colts. You want to talk about atypical, unconventional season. We went through all of it when I spoke to Rodney earlier on Tuesday. I remembered him as being a great talker, very open. Nah, this conversation takes the cake. Of course, during Super Bowl week, it's about the event, right? It's about the memories. If you've ever been able to play in a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl, certainly that has to be where you start. Rodney, what do you remember about that game between the Eagles and the Patriots, about that moment when you became a Super Bowl champion? Yeah, what I remember most is being Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Him and uh, Belichick, man, are a dynamic duo that created a dynasty there uh, with the Patriots, and it's hard to do. And I think, you know, when I really reflect on that Super Bowl year, you just really – think about the memories that were uh that were created that year and of course the brothers and the friendships that were were made as well and result of us having a successful season and uh it was special um it was one that like I said I I would never forget but of course you know when you think about the week of the Super Bowl it's just it just was a lot uh you know all the the media frenzy to you know ticket requests uh, to all the, you know, different events and and celebratory uh, things that they have planned for each team. You know, it's easily – you can easily get distracted. Uh, but, you know, you, you have to find that balance and find a way to uh, not only enjoy the Super Bowl because there's no guarantee that you're, you'll ever be back, but find a way to also make sure you stay in the moment and understand why you're there to, you know, finish it off. But – I had an amazing time, and and of course it's, it's always it makes it a lot, you know, better when you do end up on on the right side of of uh, the Super Bowl, and that's in the winning column. Brady just announced his retirement, and it seems as though this time it will stick for Brady. What made him such a difficult quarterback to game plan for Rodney? He capitalizes on every mistake that you make, or every mistake that you have put on tape. They do a fine job at going back and dissecting, you know, from start to finish your season or even seasons before. And when I really think about that game and, you know, we laugh about it now, but they really attacked us in so many different, in a different way, every single drive, you know, they had an emphasis like, okay, have you correct? Have you made this fix here in your coverage? What about this? Uh, You know, and so they're constantly making you think, but I think the best thing that they do is their their adjustments, you know, as the game is going on. 
And we talked about that leading into that game. And, and one of the things, you know, we did at halftime was also, you know, make certain adjustments. And it, it was completely two different halves. You know, you see that first half kind of being a chess match on both sides. It was a very tight game. And then the second half, it was, you know, neither defense could, like, stop uh, the, the offense. So it was interesting. Um, you know, like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm glad we won. But, you know, Tom Brady and Belichick make it very difficult. You think about this Eagles team, and I know you have teammates that are still part of it, though obviously a lot of the squad has turned over from when you all won in 2018. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, he has really taken his game to the next level. So while we're talking quarterbacks, what impresses you about his game? I think what impresses me most about Jalen this year is his decision-making and you know his ability to be able to make the right decisions throwing the ball down the field. And then also, you know, when he does uh, need to use his legs, you know, he's being very mindful of not taking those, you know, big hits. And I think that's what you want to see when, you, you know, nowadays you have all of these running uh, quarterbacks, you know, such as the Hurts, the Josh Allens, Lamar Jackson. And I think one thing you fear most as a head coach and organization is, is the risk of them getting hurt. And so I think he's done a good job at managing that, knowing when to run. Uh, but like I said, more importantly, what's impressive is his decision-making and his calmness. You know, that's always been there, but you can really see how it affects the entire uh, team. And um, this great poise, man, you know, it, it's like he's been there before, but he's, he's so young. And I, and I think, you know, that's what's impressive. And to see his growth over time from when he first entered, you know, as a rookie in Philly and now seeing him, uh, having to go against him this year, uh, you know, I, I told him, man, I said, it, it's uh, it's great to watch you, you know, from afar and, you know, just wishing you all the best. And, you know, now he's put himself in position to, you know, be able to host up the Lombardi this upcoming Sunday. We're spending a few minutes with Rodney McLeod, our second consecutive Super Bowl week in which we get to catch up with him. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. You had quite a year in which you picked up and you left Philadelphia after six years and you played for the Colts. What was it like for you, Rodney, to start fresh with a new franchise? It was hard, uh, to be honest. Uh, being a part of you know Philly for six years, it, that became my home and that's all I knew. And so the hardest part was just leaving, you know, the locker room, uh, the relationships I formed over the years. Uh, and then I guess it extends, you know, outside of the locker room as well into the city. And and so, you know, now having to switch locker rooms, the one thing you're hoping is that God's welcome you with open arms. And hopefully it's something similar to your experience, you know, wherever you, you know, are coming from. And, and, I noticed that quickly that, you know, this was a good locker room. Uh, guys, you know, a mixed bag of, of players, you know, both old and young and some guys right in the middle. So the the chemistry there and, and the, the closeness uh, was there from, you know, beginning to end, uh, which, you know, I really credit to, you know, us being able to stay together <laughs> despite mm-hmm. what happened uh, throughout the year. But it, 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 was, it was a hard transition at first, but – I think what it did was it also re-energized me, uh, re-motivated me, and, and just where well, I felt like, man, I'm a rookie again. Like, I'm stepping <laughs> into a locker room where a lot of people don't know exactly who I am. Um, you know, you got people telling me, and I used you on Madden when you were at the Eagles. So that's just, <laughs> it just puts things in, in perspective for me when I got there. 
And, you know, I, I really wanted to prove not only to myself but to, to my teammates that, man, like at a year 11, I still can can play and, and do it at a high level and was just looking to, to make an impact really and, and be, uh, be helpful any way I can. I'm not sure there was a franchise that had an odder year, a stranger year than the Colts. And we'll talk about it, but I have to ask you about your week 18 moment. That was your first career pick six uh, against the Houston Texans in week 18. Yeah, it was, man. A long time coming. <laughs> uh, first pick six of my career. And, you know, who would have thought year 11 that it, that it would take this long? I guess, but at least I can say uh, to uh, my friends and, and future kids that, uh, you know, I was able to to uh, check that off the, the list. Not just that, but you were able to race down the sideline, essentially smack the pylon with the football and get in in kind of this dramatic style. Do you remember what you were thinking as you're closing in on the pylon and you know that there, I guess it was Davis Mills who was near you, right? Do you remember what was going through your mind? Yeah, I honestly thought it was going to be a just easy walk-in. And <laughs> uh, when I when I kind of like looked up after like I gave a quick burst, I saw him just standing there. I'm like, I really thought to myself, do I cut back and risk, you know, him clipping me up? Knee goes down at the one, just my luck. Uh, I have, I had a few of those moments where I've got tackled at like the ten or something. <laughs> so I said, look, let's just race it, race to the pylon, out physical him, uh, and then use my receiver skills from high school and and reach out for that pylon. It wasn't the first time I've done that in my football. Uh, career so <laughs> felt good man and it was a uh claim at a, a very pivotal moment in the game and we, we needed uh, a spark and so I, i'm glad i was able to capitalize on the opportunity well congratulations it wasn't just a pick six it was a highlight reel pick six and you can't get tackled by a quarterback so nah good that's for it. you <laughs> they're talking about that forever if i let that happen well, let's talk about the season that was with the Colts, um, not just the losses, which I know can be hard. You've known Frank from your time in Philadelphia, so the coaching change where a former player comes out of a broadcast booth and ends up as your head coach. Even now, there's still no head coach. So how would you describe the last 12 months of being a member of the Indianapolis Colts, Rodney? Yeah, it honestly was, you know, a roller coaster. Uh, it, it, it felt as if like there was three different seasons just mm. because of all the change that happened uh, over the course of, of the year. And uh, like I uh, alluded to earlier, you know, it, when moments like that happen and you, you face, uh, you know, the, the level of, well, I guess, crisis that, that we went through, you know, normally you, you might have people who, you know, just kind of go their own way. But, you know, one thing that, you know, I, I recognized and saw was the fight in, in everybody. Um, and, you know, the leader is kind of taking control of the team and bringing everyone together and us understanding, man, like nobody's going to feel necessarily sorry for us. And, and of course, you know, we had a stretch where, of course, we lost, I think, six or seven in a row. But, you know, I, I think everybody still came to work um, committed and going into each game, you know, hoping that, you know, we would uh, come out victorious. So, 
you know, it's a rough one, but, you know, that's when you the, you really lean on your leaders and your team to uh, really hold everybody tight uh, during those moments and, and just, you know, weather the storm. That was your first year in the locker room. Did you feel a responsibility as someone who has logged over a decade in the NFL to step into that space and try to keep the locker room together? Oh, uh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I think I've Unfortunately, I've experienced this season something uh, similar record-wise in 2020 with the Eagles, and that was my first time stepping into the captain role, you know, with the Eagles after the departure of a good friend, Malcolm Jenkins, and a few others. And I I learned a lot from that season. And and the one thing I I was very proud of myself is that, you know, I made sure the morale was still high in the locker room and and God still – um, had something to uh, play for in a sense and that we stayed together. And so I try to just demonstrate that the best way I could, you know, this past season. And it's really all about your actions and the, and the things that you're, you speak about and trying to find some positivity out of the, the, the rough situation where mm-hmm. it looks like it's a very dark place, but you got to find some light out there and really hold Sean to that. And, and so that's what I try to do is every day I walked into that, to the building is, you know, be positive and uh, be present, more importantly, and, and focus on how be a solution, you know, and, and not uh, continue on with the problem at hand. I hear from a lot of athletes who've suffered through serious injuries like you have and have had the game uh, be taken away for a time that they never take it for granted. You're still playing into decade number two. You worked hard to get back to the point where you can play regardless of how difficult it is. It's still validating for you and all the work you did that you're still out there. You still get the chance every week. Oh, yes, uh, 100%. Being able to you know, play the game you know, and, and battling injuries and seeing guys, you know, get cut throughout training camp or week five of the regular season just puts things in perspective. You know, when you played over a decade, you've seen it all. And, mm-hmm. and I try to constantly remind, you know, my, my fellow teammates of that, you know, guys who are just entering the league. And I think a lot has to do with just comfortability and understanding that, you know, you never really have it. You, you never uh, – you're never really done until you, you know, you completely walk away. And so as long as you have a Jersey and helmet, man, hold that seat as long as you can. And and you do that by, you know, bringing your best and being your best every single day. He's a longtime NFL safety. Now with the Colts, Rodney McLeod with us here after hours on CBS sports radio, you say you've seen everything right after 11 years, except Jeff Saturday was called out of the broadcast booth and into your locker room as the head coach. So that was kind of a new one. Uh, I can imagine there was a reaction in your locker room. What did you hear from Jeff as he stood in front of the team that second half of the year? And you guys kind of had to pull it together for a guy who didn't have any coaching experience. Yeah, I think Jeff from day one was honest with us. And uh, I think anybody will tell you, you know, honesty is the answer to, to it all. And he he kept it real. Um, he told us, you know, he didn't have much experience. But, you know, what he did have was his passion uh, for the organization, passion for the team, passion for the game. Uh, and he's driven. And, you know, that's what has gotten him to the point that he is now in his career and 
what allowed him to play as long as he did and, and be a ring of honor and, and all the famers, like those, those sorts of intangibles, you know, the passion, the heart, the, you know, the mindset and being committed and driven, like those things, you know, matter and, and will, you know, get him through uh, this time of, 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 um, of inexperience. Right. And so all he asked from us was, you know, just, bring your best man and let's try to find a way to um, all just, you know, put good things out on, on tape mm-hmm. and play for one another and, and play hard and, and be committed to the grind and, and the process throughout the week. Uh, he really emphasized that and always just kept it real simple, you know, every single week, what our objectives or goals were going into the week. But one thing he always did was he held guys accountable uh, from the minute he stepped in, you know, he wasn't afraid to, um, you know, challenge us because it's all about productivity. It's all about success. And, it, you know, of course, everybody has been living up to their fullest potential. You know, how do you try to maximize it and how do you try to correct uh, what is going on? So I commend Jeff, you know, for stepping in and, and, and giving in his all and and really, you know, going to battle with us. So it wasn't then as weird as what people were saying from the outside. No, uh, I think of course when everybody saw the hire, you know, of course, you're like, oh wait, Jeff Saturday. I know him as former player, but <laughs> now he's on TV. So how, you know, how did how did that happen? But like I said, it, I think it had a lot to do with just his character, man. Uh, his character says it says a lot. Uh, he has a lot of respect from uh, his fellow peers and, and colleagues, obviously, in the media field now. But, you know, he gained the respect of us as well um, over his time. And, it, of course, it didn't end the way that we wanted it to. We all wanted, you know, hey, Jeff comes in here, we win the first game, we're going to go 7-0, and and we're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> you know, that it didn't happen. But mm. well, well, what did happen was we found out a lot about each one of us within that locker room in the midst of adversity. Mm. Which is so important. It's one of the reasons why uh, I think everybody should play sports is because it builds character when it doesn't go your way. You just told me that moving to Indianapolis kind of gave you a fresh perspective, new start. In some ways, you felt like you were starting all over again in the NFL after year 11, which was a tough one, as we've talked about. Do you still have that anticipation for year 12? Yeah, it's something I've I've been you know battling with uh, I guess over the course of the past couple of weeks and even like a little like just throughout the season uh, is you know what next year would look like you know will there be a next year or, or is this your last run and you know I think as the season's going on you just really stay in the moment and now using time to just reflect on you know the past year and how I feel uh, you know both physically and mentally about the game and and so. Uh, just really enjoying the time off, and uh, I feel like I still have more to to give to the game. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see. You know how how I feel in the next uh, month or so as as things start to uh, get real uh, and, and free agency opens up. So just to clarify, you haven't yet decided if you're going to play another season. You're still thinking about it. Yeah, right now I'm just I'm having conversations, obviously, with my wife, uh, family. Uh, you know, it's a it's a topic that comes up even, you know, with friends, of course, is, you know, what are you going to do next year? Like, what does next year look like? And like I said, I, I think I proved a lot to myself this past year 
and proves, I think, to, you know, viewers as well that, you know, I still am capable of playing at a high level uh, when healthy. And I think that was the biggest thing I was most proud about is, is being able to fit, complete a year uh, fully healthy and, and playing, you know, 100% of the snaps while I was out there. And that is what I'm accustomed to. So, of course, with that, that takes a toll on your body. <laughs> yes. Uh, it doesn't get a little, doesn't get any easier uh, <laughs> at year 11. And so, yeah, I'm, um, I, you know, I would say I'm more so definitely leaning towards, you know, returning. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can't necessarily say 100% okay. whether that's true or not. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Uh, before I let you go, I know last year we talked about your foundation. At the time, it was Philadelphia. So now that you're uh, in Indianapolis or you played a year there, what's the latest with your foundation, your Change Our Future Foundation and its mission? We are doing a lot. Uh, we actually did do a few things in Indianapolis, which was great. Hosted our turkey drive uh, there. And we also did our 12 Days of Christmas initiative. Uh, one of the big initiatives we have is uh, fill a cart. And so we were able to take uh, 15 families to Myers uh, out there and, and be able to just put some smiles on their face and, and give them some uh, some holiday cheer uh, as they prepare for Christmas. So that was great. Getting used to the community there, introducing ourselves. Community really responded well to, to us. So that was great. And hoping to um, really expand some of our programs this year. We have our Next Man Up program that's at Parkway Northwest here in Philadelphia. It's a mentorship program and looking to expand and add one or two more schools this upcoming school year. And another thing we're excited about is kicking off our our lit uh, program, which is very focused on uh, literacy and reading and trying to um, increase the scores there and things of that nature. So super excited that is looking to be implemented in in not only uh, Philadelphia, but uh, Indianapolis as well. Uh, we also have our sneaker ball coming up in June. We're going to push out to save the day for that uh, probably in the next coming weeks. So a lot of great stuff. Uh, just excited to continue to serve others. Changeourfuture.org. And as you're talking, I'm thinking as hard as it was to leave Philadelphia and as tough as it was to start over, you're now impacting another community and reaching a bunch of different youth. So, yes, changeourfuture.org. And then you can find Rodney on Twitter at Rodney underscore McLeod for longtime NFL safety, most recently spending the year with the Colts, the season that was Super Bowl champion. So that matters this time of the year. It's great to catch up with you again, Rodney. Appreciate your honesty and your open. And a few minutes of your time. Uh, thank you so much. Take care. Second consecutive year, we've had the chance to catch up with Rodney McLeod, and he was in Philadelphia, not on Radio Row. Uh, so that happens whether or not we're in Phoenix. Really grateful for how authentic he is in the moment from the struggles to the need for leadership, even as the losses are stacking up, uh, to the coaching change and what he heard from Jeff Saturday, how that team stays together through everything that he described as a roller coaster. And then, of course, his first career pick six, which is fantastic. You can definitely not get tackled by Davis Mills. <laughs> All of our conversations are podcasted separately. So if you miss anything, please, please check out the link that we post every weekday morning on Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page as well. Or you can just bookmark our podcast page on the Odyssey website, which is our parent company. I know many of you listen on demand, and that means a lot to us. It really 
boosts our numbers. But more than that, it keeps us connected even when you can't listen live. And Rodney is worth listening to again or sharing. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. It is our hump show. LeBron is your big story. Kyrie, your second biggest story in the NBA. Uh, But since we have a shorter segment coming back, we'll hear from the two quarterbacks who are gearing up for Super Bowl Sunday, Patrick and Jalen. First two African-American quarterbacks to compete in a Super Bowl at the same time. It's After Hours with... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurts again under center. He sneaks, he pushes, and he is in. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Bengals four-man rush. Mahomes trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling, and he's going to get a first down. And now gets hit late. He gets hit late. He gets hit late. Mahomes gets hit late. It'll be a 15-yard penalty on top of the gain. And the game should be bound to the 35-yard line. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Familiar voices, Merrill Reese on Eagles Radio, Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. We're running a little bit late after that awesome conversation with Rodney McLeod. I, I texted Jay when it was done, and I said, you are going to love this. No joke, even better than our conversation last year. And his honesty about Jeff Saturday and that whole situation in the Colts locker room, how difficult it was to lose, but to to focus on leadership and keeping the team together and recognizing that the losses may matter. 
out, but you can't just fall apart internally. Uh, and then his thoughts on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles as he was there for the first two years of Jalen's career. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Jalen has more rushing touchdowns in a season than any other quarterback in history. And the Eagles have more rushing touchdowns as a team than any other in history. So we talked about this a little bit. 15 rushing TDs for Jalen, which broke Cam Newton's record. And the Eagles as a whole, including the playoffs, 39 rushing touchdowns. And Nick Sirianni says actually that ability, that dual threat, gives him great confidence in Jalen, not to mention the mental approach. No matter what happens on that drive, right, we could score a touchdown, we could turn the ball over, he could make a a bad read, a bad throw. He has the same look on his face coming off that field no matter what. You don't. I definitely don't. <laughs> I definitely I think we balance each other pretty well. He's just got he's just got this great steadiness about him. And that and when the guys are in the huddle looking at him and he's steady, I mean that's that's important. When I go into these new situations, transferring from new to school to school, going into an NFL locker room, whatever it is, I think it's important to earn the respect of your people or your peers by what you do, by your action. That that that, that then gives you the opportunity to lead vocally. Um, let your voice be heard, but um, you have to learn to lay the land. Jalen is noted over and over for his calm, his poise, his cool demeanor, and his good decision-making under fire and under pressure. We just heard that from Rodney McLeod, his former teammate in Philadelphia. We hear it from Nick Sirianni. He stays even keel. And think about where he started at Alabama, right? He lost his job to Tua Tagovailoa at Alabama, and then he transfers. He finishes out his, his undergrad there. He transfers to Oklahoma, where he is the starting quarterback in the Lincoln-Riley system. So he's had some incredible training at the highest levels of college football, and that's certainly prepares him for what will take place in the NFL with all the the attention, the spotlight, but it's also inherent. It's a quality in Jalen that he has used for years to be able to stay cool even when all hell is breaking loose around him. Patrick Mahomes does the same thing. Now, he has different movements, different motions, uh, certainly a different build than Jalen Hurts, but he can extend plays. He keeps his head up like a point guard. He's always looking around to see what's going to unfold, even on one and a half legs, right? Even with that bum ankle, what do we see him do? He surveyed the landscape on that third and four. He realizes the best option is for him to hobble and pick up the first down. With, what, 10, 11 seconds to go in an AFC championship, he's able to pick up that first down because of his poise uh, and and also because his ankle held up. The ankle's getting better and better. Um, Obviously, this rest is going to help out a ton. Um, but uh, they got a couple fast guys on their team as well, so I might might have to pass that miles per hour this week. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he passes the miles per hour that he reached with a bum ankle, (laughs) with a high ankle sprain. Let's hope that he uh, is able to to feel a little better and, and to kind of feel more solid with that ankle. Third Super Bowl in four years for the Chiefs. I mean, they're one of the best organizations in the league now.
It's special, man. Uh, the whole whole organization. I mean, all the way up to Clark Hunt. Everybody's on the same page. Um, and obviously, we, we made some huge moves this off season, but there was a plan. Uh, I think that was a big. There's a there's a plan from the owner all the way down to the the equipment and to the training staff. We had a plan of how we were gonna how we were gonna execute and how we were gonna be back in this position. And uh, that that speaks to the organization, the relationship that we have. Is everybody's on the same page? We know what the goal is and how we're going to achieve it. And the Chiefs revamped their receiving core and their secondary this year. They've got a ton of first-year players who are on the field in critical roles, and yet they won, well, 14 regular season games, now 16 games into the Super Bowl again. That's a credit to, yes, Brett Veach. It's also a credit to the coaching staff. uh, And even though it's a lot of new guys who've never been in this position before, the leadership sets the tone. Although Travis Kelsey's very busy these days. We'll hear from him uh, coming up, as well as... Aaron Rodgers, who has a new plan. What's the longest you've ever spent in darkness, Marco? Uh, I don't know. I never really <laughs> thought of it. You know, I mean, I, camping I, is one thing, but to isolate yourself in darkness for four days or whatever it is with with nothing, I, I don't understand how that brings you more in touch with your emotions and your feelings. How could you possibly say that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see what they're going for there. Oh. I will say it must be cool to have money because uh, basically his vacation is to go in the hole. He's basically in jail. They're going in the hole. That That's, that's you know, this is, you know, Rikers Island. This is basically what, what he wants to do with money. Just do so it must at be home. cool. Why can't you just do it at home Look, then? I, I'm the first one. I, I like seclusion. So if you said like a vacation, hey, you got two weeks and you're by yourself, I'd be like, Great. Oh, yeah. I take vacays by myself with my dog. That's not the point, but in a hole, why the, do you need to be in a dark hole? The thing I don't get is, I yeah, the the, the no TV, the no mute, like that makes sense. I, no I, social I, media, okay. I, I get all of that. The total darkness and not being able to leave or do anything else, to me, seems a little strange. Like, if yes. I want to go for a walk, I'm still not, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. but I'm still kind of like, still you know. still isolated. Yeah, I, that to me is a little bit. No over the top. But hey, you know what? Go enjoy it. Was he sleeping on the ground? Uh, from what it sounded like, he's in a little house. Oh. So he can, you know, walk around. He can... In the darkness. That's the thing. Like, you, you can't see too well. So I don't think you're going to walk oh around gosh. much. And I can't imagine there's too many things there no. because you're probably going to, you know... I'm assuming he won't be forget doing stuff his... your toe. You're going to bust your ass at some point if, like, you go around too far. He won't be doing his interview with Pat McAfee. So... I wonder if this will be a little bit like well, ayahuasca. It's only four days. I mean, the, the interviews only are once a week. four days. So. I went through the winter of death and survived. All right. <laughs> Great. Can't wait to hear all about it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Here's our latest sports update. <laughs> I'm still. I'm curious about the hallucination part. Like, I don't see why uh, we're hallucinating. No, during I'm not this. even curious anymore. Oh yeah, what are you taking that you're hallucinating? You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Like you just sit in a room by yourself. Like I could see you getting a little stir crazy, hallucinating. Yeah, no, it's something different. Seems to be a little bit of a different level. Right. Apparently, mean, there's some substances you know, in his dark hole. A week or two, like yeah, maybe I could see you getting a little woo. Four days, you're hallucinating already. That seems a bit. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! As the NBA's all-time leading scorer, 38,338 points and counting, LeBron stands alone at the top. The game has been stopped as LeBron signals to his family to come onto the court and everybody on their feet at Staples Center. I was able to get to a really good spot on the floor where I'm very comfortable with and get to one of my patented fadeaway shots, you know, and uh, I know a lot of people wanted me to go to the sky hook to break the record or, or one of my signature dunks, uh, but my fadeaway is a signature play as well, and uh, I was able to get it, and, and um, it touched nothing but the bottom of the net, and that was, uh, that was pretty cool. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. LeBron James on the basket that broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. What a moment in history. He had 20 points in the first half of a game against the Thunder in Los Angeles a few hours ago. 16 points in the third quarter. And that basket happened with just 10 seconds left in the quarter. Then they stopped the game for 10 minutes before they ended up resuming that game. Thunder win. Not that anyone will remember that. uh, But LeBron takes... The, the basketball and the torch, the proverbial torch from Kareem on the court, and he then speaks to the crowd, an emotional LeBron James, and Kareem, gracious enough to be out there and be part of the moment to hand the basketball to LeBron, almost as though he's handing off the crown, if you will. And then Kareem himself spoke to TNT. April 1984 was when he set the record. I thought it, it had uh, every chance of being broken, uh, just had, had to have somebody that uh, the uh, offense focused on uh, continually, you know, game in, game out, the, the offense focused on them and uh, enabled him or a player like myself to uh, accumulate a whole lot of uh, scoring. So one point that... Some of you have sent me on both Twitter and Facebook, and it is worth using or worth noting, I should say. Uh, there was no three-point flurry 
The three-pointer was not the favorite shot of the NBA when Kareem was setting the scoring record. So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had one triple in his entire career. LeBron James has thousands of them. And so, yes, you, you can compare the two, but only to a point. Because just like trying to determine who's the greatest of all time when you go cross eras, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, or maybe you believe it's a different player, Wilt, Bill Russell, whatever, it's nearly impossible to compare them in a linear fashion because you can't look at the eras and say all the other variables are equal because that's not true. So for LeBron James to be able to eclipse this record in 20 seasons, he did have the help or have the benefit of being able to shoot three-pointers. The league didn't adopt the three-pointer until 1979. So again, it was late in that run for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He set the record five years later. Now, it doesn't take away from LeBron's longevity. It doesn't take away from his durability. It doesn't take away from the fact that he scored for years and years and years and years at a very high level. Especially the physical way that he plays the game. None of that can be diminished by what he's accomplished. Only to say that not only have the rules changed, they now facilitate scoring in every sport. NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, and obviously the NBA. The rules have changed. There's no more hand checking. Really, it's it's not as much a contact sport as it used to be. So there are a ton more free throws. And how often do we see in today's NBA three-pointer, 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 three-pointer? They just they don't necessarily run up and down the 94 feet. Instead, they go from arc to arc, three-point arc to three-point arc. They don't use the entire shot clock. They just jack up a shot from deep. That is today's NBA. And I've told you before, I I hate it. I miss the mid-range jumper. But fittingly, because LeBron spans eras, his record-breaking shot was from the elbow. It was not a three-pointer. Congratulations to LeBron. What a night for the NBA, for Adam Silver, for Kareem, for history. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.